it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, the Miami Herald, Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson, and I'm joined, as always, on the other line by our Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. It's Susan Miller-Degnan. Susan, what's going on? Ah, we're we're getting to the finish. I think we're getting you, to you this, miss this. you 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 chose a good Friday <laughs> uh, to miss in the world of the Miami Hurricanes. You were on vacation over the weekend. Over, I I was on. I want you to know, I went to New York for three nights. That's for it. Three nights. Yeah, you were gone. Like you took a long weekend, right? It was you left yeah, it was Thursday long, night or Friday morning yeah, or something. It was like and, Thursday, and then I got home Sunday, and it doesn't matter. It never. And fails. you missed you missed the 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 most chaotic Miami news cycle. Probably definitely the most chaotic Miami move news cycle of the year. Um, when uh, and quick, and quick. yeah, a, a very fast. It was, <laughs> oh, oh, it, was no. it had everyone panicked for eight hours and then it was gone. Um, really not even. Um, we were, of course, talking about the Tyler Van Dyke uh saga uh on Friday when Kane Sport reported um that other schools and Alabama was kind of the one thrown out there. And I believe that now looking at how kind of desperate they are in the portal, um, really, you know, trying to find a quarterback um, that other schools were trying to poach Tyler Van Dyke, obviously with the allure of NIL and, you know, in Alabama's case, you're also selling Alabama, right. They're about to have the number one draft pick probably on Thursday night. And um, obviously you compete for championships, all that stuff, but uh Kane Sport um, reported on Friday morning uh, about that uh, situation and development. Um, understandably, and, and about t- yeah, and about Tyler being frustrated with his yeah. NIL, his NIL situation. Like yep, uh, understandably, everyone freaked out. Um, and then by the end of the day, Miami uh, basically tweets that he's staying there without saying that he's staying. Um, I don't remember. I, I wish I should have brought pulled up the exact tweet in front of me, but tweeted a picture of him basically like saying like excited for 2023 or whatever. Um, you followed this all from afar, uh, although yeah. I know you were locked in because you were texting Barry Jackson and I. I uh, was on the, the plane. I, so, I was on the plane. And of course, what else is uh, I was yeah. on the plane and right before, right, right before I took off. And, um, uh, and we can all laugh about it now because it's been a week. Um, but what what was going when you saw that and and neither you nor Barry nor I had heard that much much of anything about that this was coming. Oh, what was going through my um, mind? I was but when, you, when you see that, yeah. Holy crap. And then it's definitely true. That's what went through my mind. I I, I a lot of times what goes through my mind is gotta check this out, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I in my mind it was like no doubt, no doubt. And and also kind of like why didn't I see this coming? Yeah, I, you know nobody even. I I didn't think about. It. I never thought about that. You know that an existing like a school, not an existing school, but you under, you understand what I mean. Like that everything is fine. The spring's over. 
Tyler's coming back. We talked to him after the spring game. Yeah, we talked to him like a week, then, literally a week <laughs> earlier. We talked to him <laughs> and everything, and then and then that, and I'm like, wow, you know, um, I yeah, it was like, wow, it's this has got to be true. And then I thought he's leaving. What went through my mind? I thought he's leaving for sure if he gets a way better deal. If yeah. UM doesn't, I said, if UM to myself, as the plane is taxing, if UM does not come up, you went meaning a UM, uh, UM collective boosters, or boosters, yeah, collective, whatever. whatever, UM collective or booster. If they do not, someone does not come up with the money for Tyler Van Dyke, he is gone. And then I thought, and I don't blame him. I really did. I thought. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the way the world works now, right? I mean, yeah, you get, Miami I, fans can't get upset that they're getting guys with NIL money, and then, or when they're getting they're excited, you can't get excited about getting guys with NIL money and then losing guys because of NIL money, right? Well, it's especially like, when injuries are involved. You know, when this is a sport where people get injured, and we know Tyler's situation. Yeah. You know, if somebody if somebody had offered him, and I don't know what was offered, but let's say somebody offered him a million dollars, I mean, you can't turn it down. It's it's it's. It's very important, you know, it's your life. Mm -hmm. So from here on out, and he's, he's young. So, and I tell you what, <laughs> I, I did, I did think that a UM, somebody from UM, a booster, you know, a, some rich person or some rich uh, people. Collection of people. Yeah. Collection of people would get together and come up with out. money yeah. for Tyler. Now, everybody else, who knows, they might be broke by now, but, um, uh, I, I did think that would happen, and I was very relieved because I really like Tyler. I'm yeah. a Tyler fan, a big Tyler. And why shouldn't I be? He's a great guy. He's very talented, very mature. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm pulling for him this season. Just yeah. worried about the, I'm still worried about the shoulder. It's the mother thing. I'm just yeah. worried about his <laughs> shoulder. I can't help it until I see him get hit hard a couple times. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'm I'm really going to be worried about that. Yeah, and as you mentioned, that that is some incentive on his part also to cash out now because you don't know, you know, if, if he gets yeah. hurt again, like his draft stock, which has already taken a big hit over the last 12 months, um, you know, we we thought we'd maybe be talking about him as a first-round pick uh, on, on Thursday. Um, and instead, he's yep. coming back, and who, who knows where his, his long-term future is. Um, clearly, it seems like Miami ponied up the money, enough money, uh, to keep him around again, I think you know Miami has some advantage. You know, I think he wants to be in Miami. Obviously, right? He's he's been there. This will be right. his fourth season, um, right? You know, you get the ta the taxes are good, right? So you do get a little bit of a benefit there. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think he he definitely has a sense of loyalty to the program. I mean, we've heard all about him coming down with anytime transfers would come in to visit, he would come down. Um, you know, Mario's not making him do that. He he's doing that um to to be a leader for this program. And um, you know, I'm sure we will never know exactly how strongly he considered um going to Alabama, probably, but uh I think he certainly wanted to get a little bit more money out of it, and he probably did, and it works out for everyone. It was really important for Miami to keep him um because I, I don't know what this team would look like if he was gone next year. I mean, we, we've talked oh, a lot yeah. about Jakari Brown and, and the fact that we're still high on his long-term future, but 
Um, right. I mean, we saw what happened when he was a starting quarterback last year. Like, you know, I, I still don't know how super high the ceiling is for Miami this year. Are they going to cont- compete for the ACC title? Maybe not quite yet. Um, we'll see what they do in the portal and, and some of that stuff. We're recording this, we should say, on Wednesday. We're gonna, it's going to go up Friday morning. Um, and we know there will be about yeah, there could be some three, moves. Three big but for the most part, Miami's you know they they definitely should be a bowl team this year. You know, eight nine wins will I'm sure be like the realistic target goal. Uh, if you take Tyler off that team, all of a sudden you're you're in the same position you were last year, obviously, where you're just scraping to try to make a bowl game. So really, really needed to keep him around, um, especially with Jake Garcia transferring out uh, earlier this year. Um, and as I mentioned, like they're quarterback market is thin i mean alabama is is desperate right now looking for a guy and that's alabama who gets a five-star quarterback in their building every year and, exactly. and they still don't feel good about that position and they and that when that tweet came over it was uh oh i also should tell you a little bit about yeah. how people feel about tyler van dyke if alabama oh. wanted him oh yeah for absolutely like, be, be for grateful sure. for what you have miami fans like could be a lot exactly. worse exactly so true uh, and and the tweet that came out of the Miami, the Hurricanes official Twitter account was, quote, relentlessly working, all focused on 2023, 100% Kane, exclamation yeah, mark. with a picture of Tyler. With a picture of Tyler, and then Tyler retweeted it. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, Tyler retweet. There we go. That's that's the confirmation that he's staying. Um, oh, well, click, 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 click. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was it. And that was like, that was good. That was a good thing. I was relieved so what do, what do we think happened there was it all in terms of the flirtation is it all nil like is there any i don't know if you've heard anything from from any side of this but no uh, dissatisfaction with tyler necessarily about the program or anything you get the sense it's all it was all nil based i don't think so because if it were that yeah he would just he would just be gone yeah this exactly yeah yeah no i think it's definitely all nil money and you know back in the day like years ago and i guess well, I, I guess now too. I mean, players would get insurance, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I guess yeah. they still do. But before they they got in the uh, 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 you know in the NFL, let's say, they'd get insurance in case they got hurt and stuff. I mean, this is, you know, uh, this is the same kind of thing. Yeah, in a way, it's the same kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't know. I think he's pretty loyal, loyal guy, but smart guy. Yeah. I'm sure the appeal of competing for a national championship was interesting to him too. And, and, you know, another thing I've, I've seen a lot of people talk about how the portal um, for a lot of guys is the first time they really have gotten recruited. Like you hear like a guys who maybe come up from a lower level or, or a Juco or whatever, obviously Juco has always been around like this, but um, you know, Tyler was a pretty big recruit. He was a four-star recruit, but like when he was coming out, Miami beat out Syracuse and Wisconsin and, Rutgers and like you know it's kind of pretty good programs yeah in the, mixed in there but for the most there was no Alabama like Nick Saban yeah. probably had never never called him before probably uh, quiet kind of yeah, quiet. exactly I mean, so as far as I'm sure there was he had, you know it's it's you know it's like if you get another job offer and you have a current job right like you might love where you work but sometimes you want to if it's interesting you want to listen to hear what they have to say especially if it's a you know, a big company like Alabama or whatever. Right. And they get you more money in your company. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, it's a job, right? It's it's basically, you know, the, the we've said it a million times, but the facade of like the 
amateurism is is kind of gone and it's i'm fine with it i think you're pretty much fine with it like uh yeah. it's kind of caused a lot of drama as we have seen for the last couple of years but um miami the important thing is miami was able to keep him around and um you know the this offseason would have been really chaotic if they were out here. Because I, I don't know oh, if they would have felt uh, good going into the year with Jakari Brown. I think they would have been uh, right into the portal uh, trying to find something. So uh, we're they doing basically the got the best guy available, I think. What I'm wondering is, to end this subject here, I'm I'm wondering, <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're assuming that it was the Kane connection. They have the new collective mm-hmm. or maybe it's not new. They've had it for months or whatever, yeah, couple- apparently, but the Kane Collective associated with University of Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wonder, they had to come up with some big bucks. Yeah. I, they really did. So I, I wonder, excuse me, um, how that affects now future situations that are coming up. Yeah. With transfers. Now I know we're not going to talk about that now. The port but the portal closes on. I know it's Wednesday. Yeah. It closes on Friday. And there are kids visiting and and talk and I'm sure talking to other programs about, you know, money, weighing their options. And I'm wondering how Tyler affected Tyler's situation affects now. I I have no clue. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Maybe maybe we should try to get someone on from the, the Canes connection at some point because you know, I, the way I've always kind of gotten the sense of how it works is it's like it almost feels like a political campaign right where it's like you can be a recurring small dollar donor mm-hmm. right you can give uh 15 bucks a month if you're just like a miami like the same way you would uh you know be like golden cane or whatever like you know give money to get your season tickets or whatever you can do that or i think you you know i'm sure the the people who are running that also when a big name like tyler is like i need x amount of dollars to to be around yeah, you have certain res- cash reservoirs that are, are through those annual or monthly donations or whatever. Um, but you can also go out and say, go find a local business that is a Miami alumnus or whatever. And you're 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 both trying to get like the like the your phone banking a little bit, right? And trying to get those small dollar donations, but you're also you're out there trying to track down the the big bucks when you need to too. Um and I'm sure a guy like Tyler is you, you got to kind of go to work quickly, but yeah, like you said, it'll be interesting to see what that does going forward. And in some ways I wonder, I mean, it could honestly help the, this was obviously kind of the most exposure the Canes connection I think has gotten in a little while. I would wonder if their like small dollar donations have uh, bumped up a little bit over the last week here um, with people like kind of coming to grips with the situation and um you know, it's, nobody ever actually said who came up with the money. I don't know. I know. Well, and they never do. That's the thing. It, it's all it's all kind of intentionally obvious, obfuscated. And, and the NCAA has done nothing to try to bring any transparency to it. And I think right now all parties are, are OK with that. At least the players certainly seem OK with that. Um, so it's obviously the world is constantly changing. But but right now, um, Miami is certainly, I think, holding its own in the NIL game. I don't know if it's, you know, it's going to compete with Alabama and all that. I mean, they just want a, a battle, I guess, with Alabama. Well, and um, John Ruiz's situation, which. Right. Yeah. I know we're not going to detail. But yeah, I'm not a financial expert, but no, I know but the, the white ball stock is not doing well. Like oh, they, they were taken off NASIC, I think. And I, they're, they're in bad. 
yeah so I, they, I mean it, it, you can't just allow rely on one i think the Kane's connection is trying to build things up um it's a whole new world though it's kind of like it's it's i mean it's again like i think the way that Kane's connection and uh, and every school has one of these trying to kind of position themselves as being similar to you know if you're a golden cane and you give your annual couple hundred bucks to you know get some tickets to some games and a lot more than a couple money, hundred and give way. money to well i mean some people you know the young no if you're a golden members, cane or whatever yeah. golden canes are the high one but what's what's the lower one like just when you're I, a oh just regular club or whatever no, yeah. yeah but you're now i think if you get tickets period if you get season tickets i'm pretty sure you have to give money yeah yeah you yeah you i think to, you always have had to so this is just another avenue where I think some people feel like they're going to have to spend some of their money to support the hurricanes, right? You can't just give the money to the school and that's your donation. Um, you know, so for Miami to really compete, you yeah. gotta, you kind of got to <laughs> give to the, to the co- collective also. So um, strange times. And, you know, I know some people who work in fundraising at other schools and I know it's like a weird time for them because they're trying to both raise money um, for, their university and their facilities and scholarship funds and all that kind of stuff. But they also know like those same guys who might give you 50 bucks a month. That's great to send to the university, but it's just as good for the programs if they're sending that to a collective in some ways. So um, yeah, I think Miami is just like everyone else trying to figure it out. And the Tyler Van Dyke situation, I'm sure they learned something from it and the important thing is that he is sticking around at Miami and going to be the starting quarterback in the fall. All right, let's switch gears. Uh, let's talk some NFL draft. As I said earlier, we were recording this Wednesday afternoon. Um, it'll go up Friday morning, as we always do. Uh, so the first day of the drafts will be in the books. Um, no hurricanes expected to be picked. If someone does get picked, you probably will never hear this because we will uh, come on and do an emergency uh, recording to replace this segment but um still should be um i think two miami players expected to be picked this weekend uh tyreek stevenson who could be picked tonight uh, as you got if you're listening to this on friday uh definitely kind of has been in that second third round range um and the other one will mallory who seems like a lock to be picked at some point this weekend although you never know as we learned last year from sweating out the the Miami draft streak all the way to the last, what was it? The last 20 picks of the draft, I think was when oh my God. Yeah, Ford got picked to keep Miami streak alive. Yeah. Um, should be a little more stress-free, I think this year in terms of the streak, because Tyreek is, is going to get picked. Uh, and I think Will is going to be picked. I think, Will's, I think Will's, I, you know, every year we think people are going to get picked. Yeah, and yeah. They and they aren't. Uh, Charleston Rambo, to give you an example. I mean, I know a lot of people. Yeah, Bubba Bolden, right? There were a couple of guys oh, Bubba last Bolden, year. people who were stars. So you have, but yeah. I have a really strong feeling he's getting drafted. Yeah. So I, we got I, I, Tyreek and, and Will feel like basically locks. DJ Ivy is another name that has been thrown around a little bit as maybe a late round prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly an undrafted guy. Um, let's, we'll start with. The, wait, um, wait. Undrafted guy? You said? DJ Ivy. Yeah. Yeah. DJ Ivy. He, yeah, he could possibly get drafted. Yeah, I said maybe That's late round pick, certainly oh, yeah, undrafted. Yeah. If oh, not. I got you. If yeah, not, yeah. you're saying yes. If gotcha. not, um, so let's let's start with Tyreek, I guess first, the guy who's probably going to be the first guy picked. Um, at one point was you know there was a little bit of first round buzz around him at one point. Um, a 
I think a, a nice story for Miami, obviously a hometown kid played at Southridge and South Day from down Florida city uh, at Homestead um, goes to Georgia for two years. I think he was there. Right. Um, yes. Plays a um, play. you know, big, big part oh, of, uh, I think their yeah. sugar bowl team. Right. I think he had, a, he was like, in the national championship game. He was in national. Was, yeah. Not they yeah, lost his freshman year. Yeah. His freshman year. And then I think his sophomore, he made like the signature play of their sugar bowl win against Cincinnati. Um, breaking up a pass uh, there though. He was kind of stuck in like a there. I think they called it the star role there, like the hybrid linebacker uh, safety Nickelback right. Um, right. transferred to Miami, obviously part of it to get home. But also I think he really wanted to show that he could be a lockdown outside cornerback. And um, he had a really good couple of years at Miami. Um, you know, I, he's a cornerback. He got beat sometimes, but uh, I think, you know, obviously he missed out on some national championships at Georgia by transferring away. But I think uh, just yeah. in terms of his long-term goal of trying to get to the NFL, I think the Miami move worked out pretty nicely for him. I I, th- I think so too. I mean, I've, yeah. I mean, you never know what would happen if he was with Georgia, but yeah, um, I'm pretty, I agree with you on yeah, that. Yeah, maybe he would have gotten to play cornerback at some point, but I, I think clearly he wanted to play corner. He got to do that from day one and he was pretty good at it in Miami. And he wanted to come home. I, I have to say the home, the hometown connection to guys, maybe when they, um, maybe when they get older, you know, and the thrill of the recruiting and all that is over and they've been in the program for a while. Um, I, I, I know that, you know, some of them who, who have, who have grown up, uh, maybe with single moms or single parents or mm-hmm. struggles and stuff. I, I, he really wanted to come home yeah. and, um, and um yeah i mean i used to run yeah. into him at games and like high school games and stuff or even practices like i think he really enjoyed the being back home aspect he of it definitely too. did he yeah. he told i asked him about that i said you know georgia won two national titles both years he played at miami yeah. both years they won national titles can you imagine you transfer mm-hmm. in the next yeah. two years your team wins titles but he said that he swore that he knew how good they were, of course. He yeah, knew how of good course. George they played was. a national title his freshman year. And, and like, right. And he, one of the co-favorites basically coming into the next year. And he said that he knew it. Um, and and he even he said he even told all the guys, you know, I know you guys are going to whatever, but I need to go home. I want to go home. Um, and he grew up loving the Hurricanes, like most of these guys that are from here do and he had he had a good he's he's good i think he's good i and and he actually is going higher than i thought originally you know like during the season and stuff he'd end up and now people are saying second round you know uh the highest second round third round but i again that that wouldn't surprise me if it was lower than the third round let's say it wouldn't i just because the draft is so weird. I, I just never know what's going to happen. But he's definitely going to get drafted. He's a good player. He's great in press coverage. Yeah. And he he's, looks, I mean, he looks, the, I mean, how many times did we say, like, walk, just walking around practice? Like, he's yeah. huge. He's built like a linebacker. I mean, that's part of why Georgia was playing him there, right? Right. He could be a linebacker in, if you, in a different world. Um, but for Miami, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he's, we talk about SEC size and he brought that to Miami and, 
Um, I think yep. he, teams are going to look at him and say he's got a really high ceiling, either if it's at corner. And I, you know, I think probably that time at Georgia or safety, he might do no, right. Yeah. Cause he's, a lot he's of teams, got some safety experience basically from his time at Georgia. I think a lot of teams are looking at him as a safety possibly yeah. also. He's big, you know, he can tackle, um, didn't right. have to do it a lot in Miami, but you just look at that body and you say, this guy could probably hit pretty hard if, uh, we, we get him playing that spot a lot. So uh, I always like Tyreek. I'm glad to see that he's going to live out his NFL dream uh, on Friday. So, um, as I said, a, a nice a nice hometown South Florida story. Uh, the other guy, as we mentioned, who will probably get drafted uh, on Saturday, it seems like, uh, Will Mallory, uh, tight end, um, obviously. A guy who's... Uh, Got to be really high on the list of all times game pl- games played at Miami, right? I guess he had some injuries, which probably kept him off it. But yeah, he did. Uh, he was at yeah. Miami uh, five years and was a real contributor for all five years. It's not like and got better every year. year. Was hurt one year, yeah. Real contributor for five years. Obviously played behind Brevin Jordan for a couple of those. Um, three and yeah, three of those years. Yeah, um, and then. You know, I know probably the 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 numbers are not quite as impressive as uh, he probably would have liked. Again, injuries played a role. Some some bad passing offenses played a role, but exactly. I think everyone, you know, the I mean, another guy who just physically obviously looks the part um, and was also a oh, track yeah. star in high school. Which I, I don't. He was. I think he ran the one in ten hurdles in the state championship. Uh, when he was a senior at Providence in, in Jacksonville. So uh, a guy who like kind of tests off the charts, especially with his, his size. And then I think also, um, you know, he pro- I'm sure he interviewed well and oh, man. Uh, was, was productive too. You know, I, what I think he finished tied for Miami's career record for uh, touchdown catches by a tight end. Uh, <laughs> so a guy who, you know, never I mean, was like eye popping production, but always just, a huge part of Miami's offense got better every year. He had 538 yards in catches, you know, 42 catches this year. Yeah. Three touchdowns. He's a leading he was a receiver. receiver. Yes. He was a leading, leading pass catcher or whatever you want. It's hard to, you know, 42 catches, 538 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, <clears throat> he was really fast. Although somehow I, I always think people think tight ends are slow kind of lumbering down the field Uh well it used to be yeah yeah but he wanted to show he was fast he ends up going to the combine running the fastest 40 of any tight end yeah as i mentioned he was he was a legitimate track star in high school like at that size what is he right five and you know he was was skinnier back then but he's like a gazelle Yeah, exact four point five four seconds. He 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 his vertical was thirty six and a half inches. I think that was like third bet. I was pretty good. He was really good in the senior bowl. Um, you know, he proved that he could that he could block. He's had injury problems, and he's he'll admit it. He tore yeah. his labrum in each in each shoulder on different mm-hmm. different I think successive seasons, and had to get surgery on each you know shoulder. But the thing about Will Mallory is he's the son of a career football coach. Yeah. Mike Where Mallory. Does he work now? He was working for the Broncos at one point, right? Oh, well, his dad has been a million places. Yeah, he was in Jacksonville. Jacksonville yeah. and 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 uh where 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 Will was from. Yep. 
But uh, right now he's a special teams analyst. He was just hired there, a special teams analyst at Michigan. Now at Michigan, he was a star- alma mater. Yeah. Yeah, he was a star linebacker there. He was a Budkus Award finalist. This is his dad. His grandfather, Bill Mallory, who who died right when 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 Will had committed kind of to UM, then his grandfather was um is kind of a, he, not kind of he's a famous a former head coach. He was mm-hmm. he coached Miami of Ohio, Colorado, Northern Illinois, Indiana, and he has all the like he, he has all these accolades that he's yeah. done in history that other coaches have not done and his uncle the dad mike's brother is right now the um assistant oh no 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 i'm, I'm looking at this now oh, doug mallory um he's a se- michigan secondary assistant i think he's working with the secondary so mike is working with the special teams his dad, his uncle is a secondary coach. I mean, he's a guy who has grown up around coaches. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's got, he like checks the, a lot of the boxes. I think the injuries are basically the one concern. Um, you know, maybe he had a few too many drops in his time in college or whatever. Like you can nitpick him obviously as a player, but yeah, uh, he's has the athleticism, has the size, has the pedigree, has the IQ, has, like I said, I'm sure he interviewed off the charts and you know, I think the Miami tight end thing matters. Like you look at the last couple of tight ends who got Definitely. drafted, um, you know, Brevin, I think has outplayed his draft position. He's had some really nice moments for some bad Houston teams. Um, Chris Herndon um, had, you know, another guy who was not drafted super high, but had a pretty good NFL career, might still be in the league. I'm not positive. Um, obviously, David Njoku, like Clive Walford, like all these guys. There hasn't been a Miami tight end picked. Like I'm going back a while like i guess richard gordon that's the only guy i can think of who was like a total bust for where he was picked like it's yeah, that it's, was incredible it's um you know the miami tight ends tend to work out uh and will like greg olson no re- you know greg, yeah, greg olson. olson well then there's the obvious one shocky olson like there's yeah, all those guys by the um, way greg and he knows shocky because he, he played when his dad was coaching at indianapolis the colts oh okay yeah okay when shocky was there so he was this Will knew Shockey, but yeah. you know, when Greg Olson played at Miami, he had there was a season where he had a, several drops, although he still was mad at me for writing a story about that. <laughs> but I mean, I so it doesn't matter, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, he'll get drafted, I'm sure, and and whoever gets him will be happy to have him. And he'll, like I said, he's, he checks a lot of the boxes, yeah. Um, and I think he might go higher than we think. I'm yeah, I don't possible, know. Yeah, I he, he tested really well. The injuries are, are definitely the big concern there with him. Um, before we close out, anyone who we did not mention who you're kind of interested in is, um, maybe even maybe a guy who gets drafted Saturday, or maybe just someone who after the draft you're excited to see where they land and if they can make an NFL team. I think, uh, (laughs) you're gonna laugh, Lou Headley. Yeah, okay, the punter. I love Lou Headley. Okay, I know, I know he's 29, but. I yeah, I, I don't expect him to get I, drafted because the age and just how many punters get drafted a year? Two, three mo- at tops. Don't like, get drafted. I'm pulling. But he'll him. he'll definitely be on a training camp roster and oh no doubt. I have a shot to make an NFL team. I also think um I'm and their beat writers will love writing stories about him. Oh my god, they'll love it. I'm taking pictures. I think um uh also um Mitch Ugude. Yeah. 
defensive end or edge. Um, I uh, I also think I just got just names I'm throwing out that who knows because here's one that really we never really talked about and he had mm-hmm. pretty good numbers this year which but quietly Caleb Johnson yeah yeah linebacker, linebacker I'm not good it's hard to judge linebackers I think and yeah okay. I think it's telling that a Miami he didn't start regularly the one who's interesting okay. to me is DJ Scaife um who yeah I think. Uh, you know, he had some, I think he was like Miami's offensive MVP one year. Um, another guy who like played five years and like was a real contributor for all five years, basically, and played everywhere, right? Played, uh, I don't know if he ever played left tackle, played right tackle, played, I think both guards. I think he spots. did. I he think he played, played left he tackle. Played, I think he did for a while. I, I left right, mostly right, mostly right. Yeah, mostly right tackle. Right he was always a tackle. Right guard. Up. He's got guards body, but, right? A little bit. Shorter. Well, he played right guard for, yeah. I think, 2021. I'll be very yeah, interested to see if he gets in an NFL training camp with a team I that think, and wants to invest in his future, commit to him at a position, and give him right. – you know, how many offensive line coaches did he play for in his time at Miami? I think four um, in five years. Yeah, like there were a lot of them. Not a great situation for a guy who's really talented, you know, who's a high-level recruit. Um, and was good also at Miami, like not a superstar or anything, not an All-American, but a really good starting offensive lineman for Miami, who was maybe playing out of position and, you know, maybe was out of position at both, like just didn't have a position, which I think kind of made things well, tough for him where he, he he's got to tackle skills, but a guard's right. body. Um, and I, I think it made it tough for Miami to know exactly what to do with him. Right. I I think the inside a guard – that's his he future because he says garter center. Um, I also think I'm not sure how I'm not sure if he was as fit as he could have been. Mm-hmm. That's probably true, too. I, I mean, think that's it's a challenge for a lot of college linemen, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, but he's he's definitely another one, DJ and, Ivy, as we mentioned, and DJ Ivy, definitely, uh, DJ Ivy, the I physical tools just keep There's, impressing people, you know. Justice Oluwashan, he he screwed up his ankle, I think his his mm-hmm. foot at uh, at the end of the season. Uh, otherwise, I, I he'll get maybe he'll get a look as a, a drafted free agent. Um, they're always they'll a lot of them will get yeah looks. yeah you need camp bodies for a while so everyone gets Just everyone gets off. not hard to get your foot in the door necessarily it's it's sticking around that that becomes the harder thing for those guys yeah. Um, Anyway, I think we can wrap things up there. Um, we'll be yeah. back next week. We'll recap the draft. I'm sure there'll be other news portal stuff going on. Uh, we don't want to get we don't want to get too much into portal stuff because we're recording a little early this week, and obviously stuff could change. So if Miami gets some big transfers between and now and when you change. listen to this, that's why. Um, yeah. It follow, will until then, you can follow Susan on Twitter at smillerdegnan. Follow me on Twitter at dbwilson2, um, and we will be back uh, to talk to you guys next week. And David's, David's, uh, yeah, covering the Panthers. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. We'll see. (laughs) I might not be by the time you listen to this anymore. (laughs) Okay. Depending on how things go on Wednesday night. So um, anyway, thanks again. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.